You're now listening to Jesus is the Truth with Ashley Mora from Obey Christ. May God bless you. Hi, you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining me for another video. Thank you to those of you who are new here. I really appreciate you dropping by. My name is Ashley and I am the founder of Obey Christ and River Business Academy and also um, the creator of CB Wick. Guys, I really need to start giving you guys proper introductions in the beginning of my videos. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like watching these videos and I'm like, I don't know. I really appreciate when they introduce themselves, especially when I'm coming across a brand new channel and I'm watching a video, you know, of someone for the first time. And I really appreciate those introductions, uh, the really brief yet informative <laughs> introductions. So I need to work on my own, to be honest. And that's, yeah, it left me feeling inspired. That's for sure. Um, another quick side note, I just untangled my microphone's cord. And so now it's moving more than usual. <laughs> and I'm hoping that will not impact the quality of the sound coming through the mic. Um, yeah, so, but if it does from time to time, you know why. And I and please forgive me and I'll, you know, I'll um, take care of it uh, for the next video. And concerning any background noise, just consider it ambiance. It is high traffic time. So that's what you hear. If you hear something that sounds like a vehicle or motors, a motorcycle, or something, it's probably because that's what it is <laughs> in the background. Um, anyway, you guys, I just wanted to um, create uh, an episode for uh, Jesus is the Truth podcast because it's been a while since uh, I've created an episode for Jesus is the Truth podcast. So it is overdue, I think. And I think this is an important reminder uh, to watch your mouth. <laughs> I've said this before, uh, mainly regarding your own future and your purpose and the promises of God on your life. But in this particular uh, teaching or message, I guess you could say, I want to focus more so on just generally watching your mouth so across the board whether it's regarding your purpose and the promises of God for your life whether it's concerning um gossiping about people <laughs> and especially members of the body of Christ and 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 more specifically those in uh positions of authority or leadership um I also want to speak on watching your mouth concerning your current situation, okay? So the verse that I want to um, focus on in this particular uh, message uh, comes from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, where it says, life and death are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and um, bear its consequences. So <laughs> I think that's pretty self-explanatory, but I definitely will um, elaborate further uh, throughout the duration of this message. Something that I want to bring to your attention 
something that I want to highlight in this hour, something that I want to remind you all of is how important um, it is to be mindful of the words that come out of your mouth. There's another scripture. I don't, I'm not sure of what book it comes from because this is impromptu. Um, and, but it speaks to the Lord saying that we will have to answer for every idle word that comes out of our mouth. So that just further confirms how important it is that we be mindful of the, the things that we say and how powerful, um, you know, our words can be. Guys, this is so important. Um, as believers in the body of Christ, as Christians, we go through trials and tribulations. There are things that, you know, there are storms that we are going to weather, um, and we have to look at it from a different perspective than the world. If we are true followers of Christ, that is. They're called trials and tribulations for a reason. It is a trial. It is trying your faith. It is testing your faith. It is trying whether or not you are in this for all the good reasons, all the right reasons. When I say in this, I'm referring to your relationship with Christ. I'm referring to your being a member of the body of Christ and you saying you believe in God. Um, that's going to be tried. Your faith is going to be tried and tested, especially if you are a Christian like myself and my uh, peers who are out here in these social media streets uh, ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ and encouraging other believers to come out from among them. That is the world to come out of the world and to be, you know, separate themselves and be holy for God has called us to be holy. So if we're out here, you know, professing the word of God, encouraging our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ to follow Jesus Christ, follow, um, the Lord's lead and be obedient to his commandments. Uh, yeah, we're going to be tried and we're going to be tested according to the things that come out of our mouth because, well, the enemy, he's the accuser of the brethren. So he wants to catch you up. He wants to catch you in a lie. He wants to catch you in hypocrisy and he wants to, um, he wants to do his best to try to trip you up and, and uh, cause you to fall. And then here's the thing about falling. <laughs> I believe this is in the book of Isaiah. I'm not 100% sure about that. I'll correct myself on the screen for those of you watching via YouTube. But yeah, I believe it's, in, it's either Proverbs or Isaiah. So I'm not 100% sure. Um, now I'm thinking it's Proverbs. For some reason, I'm leaning more towards Proverbs. But anyway, regardless. Um <laughs> Um, the scripture goes like this, uh, a righteous man falls seven times and gets back up, but an evil doer or one who, you know, doesn't know the Lord, he's someone who is evil, um, will fall once and that one fall will completely ruin him. And, um, or rather I should say it it can, it has the potential to destroy him. And, um, it's really, really, really difficult for the evil man, you know, to, 
to recuperate from the fall. Whereas a righteous man bounces back uh, much, much quicker and with much more confidence. So (laughs) that's to give you some encouragement as well. If you feel like you failed a test, for example, recently, just know the Lord is with you. And as long as you love the Lord, know that his will for your life is that everything work out for your good. So I would just encourage you to seek his face and to seek his will for your life. We guys, that's like the primary blueprint for every single believer is to seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and everything else will be added to us. So God has to be front and center of our lives and that there's no, um, there's no alternative or hierarchy regarding like who can come first in our lives, whether or not there are idols in our lives and things like this. Like if you are truly a servant of God, if you truly love the Lord, and I've repeated this before in the past on several occasions, if you've watched my other videos, but you'll hear me echo this time and time again, because it's so important that it's like burned in your brain. Um, the way the Lord measures your love for him is in correlation to your obedience to his, to his will, your, your obedience to his, to, to his ordinances. Um, the Lord says that if you love me, you will obey my commandments. So as you can see there, uh, the definition of love to the Lord at least as it regards our us, his followers, his children, showing love to him, it, it is in correlation to um, our uh, our obedience of his commandments and his ordinances. So, guys, it's really important that we, you know, realize how um, it's important that we are on the same page with God concerning what it is he has for us to do. Something else I plan to speak on really soon is uh, getting caught up in the world's way of doing business as uh, Christian entrepreneurs and uh, how easy it is to get distracted, um, especially when you're not... <laughs> in tune with God when you're not spending enough time with the Lord and or you begin to lose patience uh, for the Lord's timing for your life and for his promises for your life. And the reason I say, and I want to rather, I'm very careful with my words, um, God's in general, but uh, specifically <laughs> um, talking about this topic because it's important that you realize, it's important that I realize and remember that we're not waiting on the Lord to act. Instead, we're waiting on the the proper season. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't like the notion that we're waiting on God because God exists outside of time. He is not here um, bound to times and seasons like humans are. Uh, he 
created time. He created seasons. And for him to be able to do that, he it's because he exists outside of time and season. Uh, when Moses asked the Lord, who do I tell them sent me? Uh, the Lord said, I am. So <laughs> that right there tells you that there's no one before him. No one came before him. No one will come after him. And uh, he's always been. He always will be. He always and he is right now. Uh, hence Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. So guys, it's really, again, it's important that we have, it's important that we have this understanding and all thy getting, get understanding Wisdom being the principal thing. It's important that we understand what God is saying when he speaks. It's important that we understand when we're reading the Bible, what he's saying. Okay. Because without understanding, it's not going to really stick. Like you'll have the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? But atheists have knowledge. Think about it. There are atheists out there who dedicate their lives to memorizing scripture so that that way they can go out and debate Christians as to why they Christians shouldn't believe in God. It's pretty impressive actually. You have to be careful what comes out of your mouth as believers. Um especially those of you who are prophetic, those of us who are prophetic and we have uh, the gift of prophecy. Those of us who have the gift of prophecy have to be extra careful because with every gift that is given by the Lord is a measure of grace that is bestowed upon us. Um, that's what the Bible says. And to whom much is given, much is required. Okay, so we have a responsibility uh, to be mindful, uh, to be wise, exercise wisdom. There will be a harvest of the words that come out of your mouth and you will reap the consequences so whether it is that you go out gossiping and speaking uh, lies or s slandering others or whatever the case is, um, there's going to be a harvest that you will reap that will be similar to that um, or that will there will be fruit that will sprout from that seed of uh, of lies and deceit and uh, slander. And the opposite is true as well for, the, for those who go out and speak blessings over others, pray for others, and only speak what thus says the Spirit of the Lord and go out to say, you know, things that are in alignment with the Word of God and His promises for His people. Those people, those of us who do that will reap a harvest as well that is in, a, in agreement or in accordance with the... Uh, the words that were spoken. I just want to give you guys an example of this. Check out um, what's going on with Wendy Williams. Not to poke fun at her or anything like that, but it is a very, uh, I believe what's going on with Wendy Williams is a perfect example of, you know, my point here, the point that I'm making here. Of course, that's an extreme case, I would say at least, given her platform and the type of conversations she chose to have 
using her very large platform. Um, she's now and has been for the past recent years, uh, reaping the harvest of, you know, the, the seeds that she has sown throughout the years. Um, she is not the only one, of course. Uh, she's just happens to be a, a very uh, popular, you know, uh, person. So that's why I'm using her as an example, because I feel like most of you will know who she is. And, you know, you know, her background, you're familiar, at least with her background and, you know, her work <laughs> and uh, whatever the case is. So that's why I'm using her as an example. Again, not to poke fun at her or anything like that. It's just an example. But my point is, um, there's another scripture that's coming to my mind. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Every tongue that rises up against the righteous, the Lord will condemn. Um, again, further confirmation of what is spoken in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, about reaping the consequences of, uh, any, uh, anything you say, whether it be good or bad, be careful with the words that come out of your mouth regarding your situation that you're in right now. Um, whether it's because things don't look like they are going to turn around for you. Although you have heard God tell you personally in your prayer time in the secret place, um, certain promises he's giving you certain, uh, revelation and, uh, he's giving you and he has shown you visions of your future and then these things have been confirmed, uh, whether it be through prophets or um, a man or woman of God who may have come by and ministered to you and confirmed some things that the Lord had told you in secret. Um, so <laughs> so um, it's important that you hold on to what the Lord has told you and not bow your knee to the storm that you may be facing right now in your life um again it's a trial okay treat it as such the lord says he is with you and he will never leave you nor forsake you he said he is with us and he will never leave us nor forsake us he's he talks about being with us even in the valley of the shadow of death okay and if you think about being in the valley of the shadow of death, it seems like a dark place or that it seems like it would be a dark place, a place that would be difficult to see far ahead of you. And so the Lord is saying, even when you're in the in a season in your life where you don't really see the end of the road, you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. The Lord is with you. Even when you don't see what's ahead, he not only sees what's ahead, he like is ahead of you, uh, just as uh, he went ahead of Joshua and the Israelites when they went to conquer their promised land, um, the land of Canaan. He went ahead of them, so he repeatedly told them, "Do not fear." This is what the Lord wants you to know: um, Do not fear, do not be afraid, for I am with you, and no weapon formed against you will prosper. And every tongue that rises against you will be condemned. This is something that we have got to not only hear, but we have to understand. 
And when you understand it and you're fully armed with the armor of God from head to toe, you can do all that you know to do according to the, according to the word of God. And at the end, you can stand knowing that you've done all that you can do. You can stand and you're not bowing down to the enemy and his advances or his attacks or his schemes. If anything, you're using your shield of faith to ward off the fiery darts. Is that the word ward off or to basically shield you from any fiery darts, AKA attacks from the enemy? It's your faith um, that protects you from the enemy's attacks. So however big or little your faith is, is in correlation to how much you'll feel those attacks like actually penetrate you personally, if that makes sense. Like when things begin to happen around you, when it seems like all hell is breaking loose around you or when it seems like there's just a lot of chaos going on around you and things aren't necessarily looking like what God promised for your life and for the season that you're in. Again, it's your level of faith that will determine um, how much of an impact the enemy's attacks will have on you personally, how much you feel it. Because the enemy, he throws fiery darts. Those fiery darts, you can look at them as like little thoughts that come through your head, lies that the enemy tells, um, whether it's just in your mind alone, whether it's people that are telling you these lies or speaking lies over you or saying things to you or whether it's something that's happening at your job or at school or in your family with your loved ones or with people who are close to you however that the attack looks like or whether it's attack an attack against your health whether it's an attack against your health or your um, career or whatever the case look whatever the case is whatever the attack looks like <laughs> it is a fiery dart it is an attack okay um and you again will feel those attacks according to your level of faith however large your faith is is in correlation to your spiritual shield which is a part of your armor of god okay the shield that protects you from fiery darts your shield is your is faith your faith is your shield so how big is your faith is my question. And if it is small, if you find yourself literally um, just curling up into a ball at every single attack of the enemy, every little thing, every thought, every word that you hear, every bad news that you get, whatever it, is, it just makes you just curl up and want to die <laughs> or it makes you just kind of um, is the word regress and just want to shut down and you know all these things just at the smallest thing that happens that you didn't expect um my question to you is um how how big is your your faith i'm going to tell you right now you can tell by <laughs> by how much of, a, of an impact the enemy's attacks have on you. Another thing is 
your sword, which is the word of God. That's why it's so important that we read and study and meditate on the word of God. So that way our sword is sharpened. Our sword in the spirit realm is sharpened. Um, I think anyone would tell you it's not wise to be on a battlefield without arm, like one without armor, two without a weapon. Your sword is your weapon. So do you have a sword? Do you have a weapon in this battle that we're fighting in? And I think a lot of Christians today, (laughs) depending on, you know, who you're listening to and where you get your news from and, you know, who your mentors are, your leaders are and things like that. And also depending on if you have an actual relationship with Jesus and you spend time with him, all of these things impact your understanding of the spirit realm, right? Depending on your understanding of the spirit realm, some people may think, you know, the Lord just handles everything for you now that you love him and that you're, you you want to live a life that is pleasing to him. He's just going to handle it all. And really all you have to do is, I don't know, listen to your favorite Christian TikToker from time to time and then just go about your life. I don't know, uh, saving puppies and uh, donating to the poor from time to time and just making sure maybe you pray for people from time to time and you're just like living your life doing your own thing when you want to do it not really concerned about anything else (laughs) but uh yeah that's not true um we're in a war where we have sometimes daily battles but Overall, we're in a we're in a war. It's a war that we are a part of. It's an invisible war. So your weapons are going to be invisible too. Um, I believe it was Apostle Paul that spoke on this a lot throughout Corinthians. I want to say it was Second Corinthians in particular. Don't quote me on that. I'll correct myself on the screen if need be. Where he talks about the weapons of our warfare are not of this world our weapons are not of this world but they are mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of god and bringing in bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of christ so he's speaking about mental warfare there it's an invisible battlefield but it, it exists and it manifests in the physical And if you don't believe me, just look at people who have panic attacks. You don't see the enemy poking them in the brain (laughs) or feeding them lies in their mind. You don't see the battle that they have with fear, with the spirit of fear, because it's very much a spirit. But you do see the manifestation of it, whether they vomit or have cold sweats or begin to shake or whatever it is that, you know, it's different person to person, but it's very much an invisible battle, right? So guys, we have to use our weapons to fight in this battle. But what do you do if you don't have weapons? 
some of you guys, maybe this is your first time even hearing about this. Um, but I just want to let you know, you can get your weapons free of charge. Like you don't need like cash app or, or Apple pay. <laughs> you don't need a debit or credit card to get these weapons, but you do need a willing heart and a submissive spirit and heart. Um, and you need a willingness to want to learn and study the word of God and get closer to God. That's how you get your weapons. That's how you sharpen your weapon. Your sword, that is. That's how you enlarge your shield of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I, I ask you guys this question a lot. How often are you listening to the word of God? How often are you feeding your spirit God's words his living words there's a scripture that speaks on this topic as well man doesn't live by bread alone but but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God Uh, don't quote me on that it's something along those lines so Lord forgive me if I'm wrong with that but you guys get my point it's the word of God the holy bible his words we also need that to live we also need that to you know Honestly, we need it to survive, but also to live, to thrive, to prosper. Okay. It is God's will that we prosper even as our soul prospers. But uh, for now, guys, I just want to encourage you to be careful of the words that come out of your mouth. If you're going through a situation, a trial, a tribulation, a storm, if you're going through something right now, that doesn't look like, I mean, it could literally look like the opposite of what God promised you. I encourage you not to get frustrated with God in this hour. It's okay to, you know, to be frustrated, but don't stay in that place. Feel what you feel and release it respectfully. (laughs) Release it to God. Speak to him, talk to him, let him know how you're What's going on with you? Um, but before you do that, exercise what exercise the word of God in your life. So using what you already know about the word of God, apply it to your situation and go from there. Okay. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of the unseen. So, you know, we have faith that something's going to come to pass. It may not happen when you think it's going to happen. Again, our timing. I need to make a separate video on that. Honestly, a separate Jesus is the truth episode just on timing. Um, Because, again, (laughs) as Christian entrepreneurs in particular, sometimes we are tempted to want to control timing like the world does. Hence, there's 15 hustles. (laughs) I'll get to that in another video. Um, But for now, guys, speak life. Choose life. You can choose to speak life or death two options you have only two options 
So choose wisely because we will have to answer for every idle word. We will have to answer for every idle word that comes out of our mouth. Choose wisely. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say, guys, that's an old saying, but it's actually, and it sounds cliche, but it's actually very wise. If you don't have anything good to say, maybe your faith isn't on the level yet to speak life to a dead thing. Okay. Like uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel was, uh, was, uh, he was charged to speak life to dry bones. Okay. This is the type of stuff God does. He revives what, what looks dead. Jesus called, um, Jesus said Lazarus was sleeping. Okay, while everybody else called him dead. And then he had to speak in terms they could understand. He said, okay, fine, he's dead. We have to go now. (laughs) You know, or they'll start to worry. Because he wasn't worried. He was, he, but he knew the people would worry because they wanted him to come right away. I think it was Mary. Who was it that came to get Jesus? Mary's sister. Forgive me guys with the names and stuff. Anyway, and, and Jesus took his time. Because he wasn't afraid and he didn't let fear dictate his, his schedule. But he, but he has compassion and he had compassion for those who truly believed Lazarus was dead. And Jesus understood that people were lacking, you know, understanding, um, in, in that area of it's a very deep spiritual understanding that a lot of people a lot of them were lacking in that hour so he went and did what he had to do and he spoke life um to what appeared dead Ezekiel spoke life to the dry bones guys read the passage where um Ezekiel spoke life to the dry bones. The Lord taught him how to do it. It's important that we do that. We have to speak life to what seems dead. We have to, even when it, again, when it seems dead, the Lord says, continue to speak life. So guys, watch what comes out of your mouth. Don't, don't say what you see all the time. Because maybe what you see is not God's will for your life. Maybe what you see is not the end. Like, it's not the end of a thing. Like, it's it's not done yet. It's still processing. So, don't always say it out loud exactly what you see. If it's not in agreement with the word of God. If I see something going on in my life, and I know for a fact I'm still in process, and I know that the Lord is not done yet, Um, and I haven't come into the season that the Lord has called me to yet, and I know the promises of God for my life, then that's what I'm going to speak out of my mouth. I'm going to speak in accordance with the promises of God on my life. I'm not going to come into agreement with what I see in the moment. If what is going on in the moment is not in agreement with what God said, does that make sense? I'm, I'm, I mean, I know it makes sense, but am I saying it in a way that 
that makes sense to you. Like, am I explaining it well enough? I hope so. But anyway, guys, I'm going to leave you on that note. Watch your mouth. That concerns what's going on in your life right now. The storm you're going through, it concerns your purpose. It concerns the promises of God on your life. It concerns the people of God that are in authority and are in positions of leadership in the kingdom of God. If you don't have anything good to say about them, it's probably best that you don't say anything at all. Don't participate in gossip or slander, especially when it comes to people who are um, members of the body of Christ and are in positions of authority. I myself have to constantly remind myself of this, especially with certain people who are more familiar to me. Because that can be a slippery slope. Like if they're a relative of yours, if if they're familiar, like you've known them for many years or whatever the case is, sometimes it can get to the point where it's like they're so familiar that you feel comfortable saying things about them that is not in agreement with God's, you know, word. And so in those cases, I would say maybe if you don't have anything good to say, just don't say anything then. So it's, 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 it's a process. It's a level of maturity that the Lord calls us to. The Lord is calling us higher. Okay. He's calling you higher. So yes, you can do it. It takes practice, but in order to even get to the point where you're practicing this level of, uh, wisdom, you have to first get understanding Like, if you don't understand that it's wrong to begin with, it's going to be difficult for you to comply. If you don't have the fear of the Lord, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's going to be difficult for you to comply to his uh, ordinances and to the things he's called you to do. If you don't understand your position in the kingdom of God, if you don't understand what the Lord did for you and why we should be obedient I could go on and on, guys. I literally could talk for another two and a half hours on that alone. But I have to go now. (laughs) I have to go now. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys on. I'm going to leave you guys on that note. I'm sure there'll be more videos to come in the future where I'll speak about watching your mouth. Because it's so important. Because we talk so much, some of us. I know I'm one of them. (laughs) But the the Holy Spirit has been teaching me in this season to watch what I say. So I've watched what I say more than ever before in my life. Um, now, um, and I still have a ways to go. Okay. I still have a long way to go. I want to get better. But the thing is, guys, again, the reason I have the desire to get better in this area is because of the understanding that I have of the power that I have in my mouth and life and death being in my tongue and the consequences of saying things I shouldn't say the consequences of saying the right things and et cetera, et cetera. So this, it starts there again. It starts with having understanding. So I hope this episode, I hope this episode of Jesus is the truth podcast gave you some understanding on today uh, regarding the things that you say and being careful with, with the things that you say, everything that comes out of your mouth, you guys be careful with what you say. Whether you think you're talking about something small 
I don't care who you're, and that's another thing, depending on who you're talking to, you feel like you can just say whatever you want. No, as long as it's coming out of your mouth, it's going into the atmosphere and it's penetrating the spirit realm. And we will have to answer for that. So be careful about what you say. Why is it that the world, those of the new agers, if if you will, have a better understanding, it seems like, of the words that come out of their mouth? <laughs> they call it manifestation. They, they're very careful with the things they say now. Not all of them, but you get the point to a certain extent. Because they, a lot of, you know, they're still fools because they don't know, they haven't come to the truth yet. And, the, and guys, I'm saying fools not to be mean, but because that's what the Bible says, okay? The fear of God is the beginning is the beginning of wisdom. So when you don't fear the Lord, you're a fool, okay? When you don't, you know what I'm saying? So they're moving against the, the Lord, so they're foolish for doing that. But my point is, when it comes to the concept of, of using their mouth to, you know, say things or not say things, <laughs> or being careful with the things that come out of their mouth, I should say, they, they seem to have a better idea of that, like a better understanding of that, generally speaking, than, than a lot of Christians, it seems like. Am I the only one that's noticing that? Anyway, um, I hope this helped. I'm going to go ahead and leave now. But thank you guys so much for watching it. And I really appreciate it. Um, like I said, I will follow up this particular episode of Jesus the Truth podcast with more uh, more messages speaking uh, to this topic and just elaborating further on some of the points I made in this message throughout this message. But yeah, guys, I'm gonna leave you on that note. I really hope and pray that the sound quality was not compromised by just this whole setup in this video with me holding the mic in my hand to start and then this cord just wiggling around the whole time. But yeah, all right, it is what it is at this point. But I love you guys and I pray that the Lord bless you and uh, yeah, stay focused, you guys, and watch your mouth. That is the will of the Father. Be careful with the words that come out of your mouth. But you guys stay safe.